Hello, and welcome to I Watch This as an Adult, a podcast where I watch movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And today, we will be reviewing 1996's Space Jam. Alright guys, Space Jam, 1996. What I'd like to start off with is how I saw the movie and how old I was when I saw the movie. It was the summer of 1996. I was 10 going on 11. How I saw Space Jam was, I believe, my grandfather took me to go see Space Jam. I believe, like, he took me to go see Space Jam, and I believe he took me to go see Kazam that summer, too. I think Kazam came out in 96. There'll probably be a Kazam review sometime down the road. Uh, support the podcast, and you'll 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 see that Kazam uh, review coming up. Uh, but I, he took me to go see Space Jam and Kazam, I believe, that summer. <laughs> As, I don't know, my grandpa and going going to see movies with basketball players in it taking me to go see movies with basketball players and i don't know maybe because he knew i like fucking basketball i don't know but uh and i was a huge michael jordan fan growing up i think every kid was a huge michael jordan fan growing up you know but the start of this movie uh you see a young michael jordan i think it's like set in 1973 michael jordan's born in 1963 so he's got to be like 10 maybe and it's a young Michael Jordan. And he's outside playing basketball in North Carolina. I forgot where Michael Jordan grew up in North Carolina. I think he grew up in Charlotte. Don't hold me to that. I think he grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm not sure. But you see young Michael Jordan outside playing basketball. His dad comes out there. It's like, Michael, what are you doing, Michael? And he's like, I'm playing basketball, Dad. He's like, well, it's late, son. He's like, well, it's late, son. And he's like, well, let me play a little bit more, Dad. And then, like, he just goes to start playing, and his dad's out there talking to him. And it's pretty much young Michael Jordan narrating everything to the audience. He's narrating to the audience what older Michael Jordan's going to do. He talked about playing on the championship team, say he's going to play for uh, uh, North Carolina. Uh, uh, University of North Carolina. He went on to do that. He went on to be on the championship team. He went on to play in the NBA. At this time, he wasn't a six-time champion yet because he didn't do that till '98. Um, at this time, he was probably a three-time. At this time, maybe I think three-time champion uh, or uh, um, or four-time. I think they. I think like the Bulls that won a championship that season because they missed. They got to like the, um, they got to like, they didn't get that far in the playoffs in like, uh, 95 Orlando. I think Orlando knocked them out in 95. I remember that, but I'm I'm being a sports historian here. I'm sorry for fucking space jam. I'm sorry, but, uh, but there, but yeah, he's out there playing and just telling everybody, just telling the audience what he's going to do, you know? He's like, I'm going to go play in the NBA. And then he said, after that, I'm going to play baseball, which I don't think that was in the cards. I really don't think that 
that motherfucker wanted to play baseball for real. I think it was a ploy, and I'm going to get to that as this review goes on, what I think happened, the reason why Michael Jordan retired, and I'm probably going to talk about the reason why he did Space Jam. And it's for some nefarious, I think it's for nefarious reasons. Just keep listening and uh, you'll figure out why I think he did Space Jam and why he retired from basketball to go play baseball for a little bit. But, but yeah, he's just pretty much rambling off every accomplishment that older MJ has. And then he does the, the dunk, which I don't think he actually did because he's like 10 years old and the fucking goal was like six feet tall. I don't think a 10 year old could fucking get up that high. And then they hit you with the, then they hit you with the theme song. Come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. All that shit. And they show like all the clips of Michael Jordan. Um, and you get to it. And they get to the shit about Michael Jordan playing baseball. And he's trying to, Michael Jordan can't act. I'm sorry. Michael Jordan is a terrible actor. I'm glad this is his only movie. <laughs> I'm really, I really am. I'm glad this is his only goddamn movie because he's fucking terrible as an actor he cannot emote or if he does try to emote he over emotes like he's just like over he's just like over and even like he's overwhelmed or he's underwhelmed <laughs> it's like either one but the whole like the whole shit about him playing baseball is dry as fuck he get hooked up with uh dennis nedry uh <laughs> I, that's, that's what I call him. The actor's name is Wayne Knight, but he, like he gets hooked up with him. And that's his publicist. I've always wondered. I always wondered who that guy was I, when I was a kid. I never knew who he was supposed to be. I was like, was he his manager? Was he his uh his agent? Like who was he? But that's he was he was the publicist. He was the publicist for the baseball team. He wasn't even the publicist for Michael Jordan. And I think about that in the door. I was like. Why would the publicist for the baseball team be around Michael Jordan so much? Like he's his manager. That's not what publicists do. It's so fucking insane. I don't understand why they had, uh, I forget the nigga name. What's the name of the movie? Stan. His name was Stan. Uh, I don't know why they had Stan around Michael Jordan so much. It was it just didn't make any sense. I guess I don't know. I'm I'm looking too I'm looking too much into that. But uh, and then we go to uh, we go there's like a spaceship. There's some shit. No, the spaceship doesn't come in yet. Uh, we go galaxies far, far away or whatever, whatever, and you see Moron Mountain. First of all, the CG animation in this movie, it's 1996. It, it doesn't look good. It looks like a goddamn PC game. It looks like they made that shit with like Windows 95 or some shit. <laughs> it looks like it looks like they made this shit with Windows 95. But they go to Moron Mountain, which is like a, a, a planet full of aliens. And they pretty much try to they pretty much try to kill all the patrons that go to the theme park and then like they're like oh this is boring they're trying to kill us and it, it's stupid let's i don't want to come back here or some stuff and then there's a villain named mr Schwackhammer, played by danny devito 
which I love Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is one of my favorite actors. Like, dude's, dude's awesome, but he's really stale in this movie. He really is stale in this movie. I don't know if he's just dialing it down because it's for kids, but Danny DeVito could be really, like, could be a really good actor if he wanted to. I don't know if he just, like, he's just like, hey, man, this 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 is for kids. I'm This is for kids. I'm going to dial it down, you know? So he just did that. And, um... And, um, so he plays Mr. Swackhammer. He plays Mr. Swackhammer. And he has these little, he has these little, uh, alien guys with him. Like, they're like little tiny, 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 tiny little aliens. I think one of them is on heroin. I really do. I think, like, one of them, there's, there's, there's like a blue alien. I think the motherfucker's been chasing the dragon, like, seriously. Because, like, he got one eye half open. He doesn't know where he is half the time. He's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? I I think they were trying to make him a pothead. But they got pot and heroin mixed up. So now he looks like a a heroin addict. It's it's weird. But he he tells, uh, Swackhammer tells the little aliens, I guess they work for him. I don't know what they do for him because they never, they never are specific with anything in this goddamn movie. They don't really fucking tell a story in this movie. They're like, hey, it's for kids. Kids don't give a shit about story. Like kids don't give a shit about storylines or some shit. I don't know, but but for some reason he sees the Looney Tunes. He's like, cause he's looking for a new attraction. He said he sees the Looney Tunes and he's like, I want the Looney Tunes. Go get them motherfuckers. And, and he's just telling them, he just, he just tells them to go get the fucking Looney Tunes. And they go get the, they, 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 they hop in the spaceship. This is where the spaceship comes in. They see the spaceship, Michael Jordan and everybody, and everybody sees the spaceship. Um, they see the spaceship fly by, it lands, goes underground and all that other shit. And they go through a Warner Brothers logo and it's dumb as shit. It's pretty much I'm just gonna cut to the chase. I'm just gonna cut to the fucking chase with this shit. All the Looney Tunes shit is boring. It's all boring. They try to make them wacky and zany and I don't give a fuck. I don't even know if I gave a fuck as a 10 year old about that. I'm trying to think if I even like Space Jam as a 10 year old <laughs> I think I did I'm not sure but but I don't even think I laughed at anything that the Looney Tunes did I don't think I did but back to the back to back to the story uh Michael Jordan gets dropped off by Stan I don't know why Michael Jordan would get dropped off by his publicist and he lives in this nice modest ass house which I know Michael Jordan would not live in. <laughs> and he's like, it's like Michael Jordan's suburban dad. It's just like everybody in the neighborhood knows Michael. They're like, hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. And I was like, dude, Michael Jordan lives in this fucking neighborhood and nobody ain't tried to kill him or rob him or anything like that. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're like, he ain't got no security gates. He ain't got nothing. This is Michael Jordan. The greatest basketball player of all time. Nobody tried to get at him. I find that hard to believe. 
Uh, he has his kids. Uh, he has his uh, wife, Anita, played by Teresa Randall. Teresa Randall. Ooh, 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 ooh. This movie could have did with a lot more Teresa Randall. I love me some Teresa Randall. I'll probably do a lot of movies on this podcast with Teresa Randall in them because Teresa Randall was in a lot of movies in the 90s. <laughs> so you're probably going to hear me talk about my Teresa Randall infatuation a lot with her pretty ass eyes. But <laughs> Teresa Randall is finer than a motherfucker. But um, I've always had a thing for Teresa Randall. But but like she plays his wife Juanita and they got the little kids and shit and Michael Jordan just has no charisma whatsoever in this movie he's just whatever um but let's get back to the Looney Tunes so the Looney Tunes run into the aliens the aliens talk about we wanna make y'all our slaves and we gonna take y'all back to Moron Mountain and the Looney Tunes are like hey how we we gotta we, we gotta defend ourselves somehow and so the Looney Tunes challenge the aliens to a game of basketball. And the aliens don't know what basketball is. So the Looney Tunes show the aliens footage of basketball. Why would you do that when you're fighting for your freedom? I, I didn't understand that part at all. Like you're fighting for your freedom. Why would you show the people that are trying to enslave you footage of basketball so they can have the upper hand on you i don't get it i don't understand maybe they thought they could beat them i don't know but so the aliens look at the look at the footage and they get a bright idea like let's just steal the talent of the greatest basketball players in the world so they go to the they go to a new york knicks game i believe in the madison square garden and by the way there is a patricia heaton who was the mom on Everybody Loves Raymond? I mean, like the wife on Everybody Loves Raymond, not 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 the mom, not Doris Roberts. Uh, she's the wife on Everybody Loves Raymond, and Dan Castellanella is uh, one of the one of the fans in the crowd. Dan Castellanella plays Homer Simpson on The Simpsons, so it was kind of cool to see them. Uh, there was. That was a cool little sighting right there, uh, especially Dan Castellanella to see him. That was pretty cool just to see him not be Homer Simpson and just be a regular dude. You know? so, <laughs> but so like they go to the game, the the uh, Knicks are playing the, the Phoenix Suns. Um, Charles Barkley's on the, on the, on on the court. One of the little aliens goes and turns into like some kind of like goo and possesses Charles Barkley. <laughs> So he possesses Charles Barkley and gets in his body and takes his talent. He's like, I got it! I got his talent! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! And also Patrick Ewan is on the court. So one of the other, I forget which other alien goes out there and he steals Patrick Ewan's talent. And so he steals Patrick Ewan's talent. They're, They're just and so, like, Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewan are just playing shitty all night. <laughs> they did that. And then, then they go around stealing other basketball players. Uh, they stole Larry Johnson. They uh, they stole Muggsy Bowes. And then, this is the one, this is the most absurd one. They stole talent, quote-unquote, from Sean Bradley. <laughs> it was like, I was like, Sean Bradley? 
even when I was a kid, I didn't understand that shit. I was like, cause I was a huge basketball fan as a kid. And I was just like, why? Why would they steal from Sean Bradley? <laughs> and like you couldn't steal from Dennis Rodman. You couldn't take uh you couldn't take Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley was on the court with uh fucking uh Patrick Ewan. You couldn't take from him, you couldn't take Scottie Pippen, you know. It was like there's 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 so many other guys in the NBA you could have took talent from. You took it from fucking Sean Bradley, the guy that's on everybody's poster with with people's nuts in his face. You're like, if you want the talent to get nuts in your face every time a motherfucker dunk on you, then yeah, Sean Bradley has talent. But enough about that. So the aliens use the talent to turn into the monsters. The, the the Looney Tunes are shook. They're like, oh my god, we we gonna lose this shit now. And so they go get Michael Jordan. Uh, they go get Michael Jordan. He's playing golf with Bill Murray and Larry Bird. Uh, funniest joke in the whole movie. Funniest joke in the whole movie is the Bill Murray. Larry Bird joke with the joke that he tells about Larry Bird. <laughs> he said that he like Larry Bird's not white. Larry Bird is clear. <laughs> I still think I thought that joke was funny as a kid, and I still think that joke is funny today. <laughs> Cause he said that I was like he said that Larry Bird is clear. He's not even white. <laughs> I was like that's funny. But anyway, it was looking at the golf. Um. It was looking at the golf, the golf uh, 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 scene. It was looking at the golf scene that I thought about Michael Jordan's gambling. I don't know why it just popped in my head. He's playing golf because Michael Jordan was a huge ga- Michael Jordan was a huge gambler. He likes cigars. I think he liked to go to strip clubs a lot. I think and he played golf a lot. So he's always playing golf. They've, there's even like a Dream Team documentary where the other members of the Dream Team were talking about Michael Jordan be up till like 5 a.m. playing golf and cards and all this shit. It was like he he never got any sleep. And I was like, yeah, motherfucker gambling and shit. So that's what that's what made me think. That's what made me think about Michael Jordan's gambling <laughs> and made me think. I wonder if he did Space Jam to pay the mob off because there's like a whole bunch of ties about Michael Jordan and the mob. They say like Michael Jordan had ties to the mob. He owed the mob a lot of money. And that's the reason his dad ended up dead. You know, like his father got murdered and they found him floating in the river in North Carolina. And they probably, I think they said that his dad was gambling too. Him and his dad was like a gambling duo and all this shit. And so they killed his dad. They was probably gonna kill Mike. And Mike was like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna get this money. Uh, let me do this movie. I'm gonna retire for a little bit and let me do this movie. I'm gonna do this movie Space Jam and pay y'all off." So, like, that's the reason I think he did Space Jam. And why I think he really doesn't give a shit in this movie because he 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 is just he is just phoning it the hell in he's phoning it all the way in but i think he got his money paid a mile off and then got back to the nba 
that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened throughout this whole uh two like a year, two year and a half uh fiasco of him not being in the NBA. That's what I think. That's why he did Space Jam and all that other shit. But moving on. Um so the Looney Tunes grab Michael Jordan. They do all types of little wacky shit to him. It's not funny. And uh so they go like I say, they go a little bit, they go too overboard with the Looney Tunes. Like they go over they go way overboard with the Looney Tunes and it's not funny. Nothing that the Looney Tunes do in this movie is funny <laughs> at all. At all. Uh my star show up. They do a little thing where, like, they meet Michael Jordan. They ball Michael Jordan up into a basketball and dunk him. And I was like, how is he not dead? But they explain that later on in the movie. They didn't explain it there, but they explain it later on in the movie. It's convenient for the plot. But uh, there's also a scene. There's another scene I want to talk about in this movie. There's a scene with Charles Barkley is walking down the street. And he passes... Uh, like a uh, like a, a basketball court, like a, a a play a playground basketball court, and he's looking through the like the gate, and he's looking at these little girls play basketball, like these teenage girls play basketball, and Barry White is playing in the background, and I was like that 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 that's a little disturbing. He ends up playing ball with the he ends up playing ball with the teenage girls. It's like to show that like he he doesn't have it anymore. And that seems actually kind of funny. Like that seems actually kind of funny because I'm like Charles Barkley is fucking gold in this movie. I wish he had more scenes. I wish this movie was about him because Charles Barkley is the only one of the basketball players that has charisma in this whole entire goddamn movie. Patrick Ewing ain't got no shit. Uh, he ain't got nothing in the tank. Uh, Muggsy Bowes that ain't got nothing. Larry Johnson. Ain't got nothing. Sean Bradley doesn't even get any fucking lines. <laughs> Sean Bradley is just there. Just like his basketball career. <laughs> but just like his basketball career. But Charles Barkley is I wish I had more, I wish they had more scenes with scenes with Charles Barkley. That would be that would been dope. But uh They got Lola Bunny. I don't understand Lola Bunny. I'm like, who is she for? They got her coming up in there sexy with the Daisy Duke shorts on and shit. I don't know. That shit was kind of weird. Moving on. Um, Michael Jordan says that he needs his basketball gear because he didn't have his basketball gear. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck break into Michael Jordan's house uh, through a rabbit hole or some shit. And they go get his shorts and shit. They don't wake up. Michael Jordan's wife at all. They wake his kids up. They don't wake his wife up, which if I'm Michael Jordan's wife and my husband hadn't come home, I know he doesn't have a game. I'll be like, where the fuck is my husband? By the way, I don't, I don't get it, but they even throw some Disney shade at, uh, they throw some Disney shade. I forget. I kind of forget what they said, but they said something about Disney. Because <laughs> they were like, what type of Mickey Mouse organization is this or some shit? I was like, I forgot what they said about that. But, yeah, they they break into his house to get the shorts and it's nothing. They're really, 
like the last hour and a half of this movie is just just fucking dog doo doo. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan's an uh, asshole to the Looney Tunes for a little bit. Uh, they go play the game. They, they only had like one practice though. They only had <clears throat> they only had one practice. Uh, and then they go to play the game, and then they get their asses kicked. Probably because they only had one practice. It, like you got to practice multiple times. But I don't I don't understand this. But anyway, uh, they're getting their asses kicked. Uh. Bill Murray shows up at some time. Bill Murray actually spices this movie up a little bit. You know, he like he brings he brings he brings the morale up of the movie a little bit, even though he's in it for like maybe like what 15 minutes. And Bill Murray's funnier than the Looney Tunes in Looney Tune Land. He just upstages the Looney Tunes. That's why Bill Murray is the greatest. But they all intents and purposes, they they beat the Monstars. They 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 they, they get their freedom. And all this other bullshit. It's like the storyline don't even fucking matter. Uh, Michael Jordan comes back. His wife is not concerned at all. <laughs> the husband's been missing for like three days. And you're not worried about where the fuck he is. The kids have to tell her. Like, oh, he's playing another game. And she's like, what other game? And, like, your husband's been missing for three days. You don't give a shit. Like he could he could be dead. You don't know. But yeah. That's that. He goes back and plays baseball. And then he gives uh the other NBA players their talent back. There was no help for Sean Bradley. <laughs> Cause Sean Bradley was whack before the Monsters did anything to him. But uh, But um yeah man, this movie this movie's whack. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I went back and looked at this shit. This movie's fucking terrible. When I was a kid, I did watch it a lot, but I think I watched that shit out. I watched this movie out of obligation. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, Space Jam, yeah. And now I look at it, I'm like, I will never watch Space Jam ever again. This is it. This is all I need. I don't need Space Jam in my life. <laughs> I really don't. So they sold the hell out of that soundtrack though, which is not that good any either. Soundtrack's not that good either. Uh I like uh Hit 'em High, which had like LL Cool J and Bustin' Rhymes and Be Real. Was on Coolio and Method Man were on that on that track too. I like I like that song. That song is fire. I still listen to that to this day. I forget that as a part of Space Jam. But <laughs> everything else is I don't give a fuck about a uh, rating. If I had to give this movie a rating, I'd give it a one. Like I said, this is not a movie I would go back to ever again. That's pretty much it. Those are my thoughts on Space Jam. Come back next week. I'll have another movie to review next week. Until then, peace, everybody.